one and a half out of two ain't bad. It's not actually, not bad at all. And I have to do this now, quickly, because there will be another NAWA programme very soon. In fact, it's premiering really, really soon. It's taken me a long time to get to this. But I'm kind of glad I did. Because the first match, after we get the Allen Brothers, Stephen Roberts, talking about how their tag team belts were stolen from them by All Worm No Soul, not really stolen from them. They think they were cheated. They're going to have a rematch clause, and that's going to happen next week. I think they'll win them back, to be honest. But after we've got that, we get Rob Killjoy, the ugly duckling, quacking all the way. Quacking all the way. Quacking all the way. Yes. Versus Caleb Crocker, who I've not seen before. Now, it's in a gym in Great Falls, this. Bit of a sparse audience, but actually, it's a fundraiser, and that's great to see. Good in the local community, in the Carolinas, this. Um, and, you know, the promotion sometimes misfires, sometimes doesn't, particularly when AJ Frost is, uh, is there. And when Rob Killjoy is there, whose work I really like. Now, early on, Crocker bails. Killjoy then works the ankle, then the arm. Hits some lovely mat work. He goes all over the place and ends up in a cover. And Crocker doesn't quite know where he's come from and how he's got there. Nice snap arm drag and drop kick from Killjoy. Crocker goes to the merch table. Killjoy's merch table, which is a lovely moment. Picks up a 10 by 8 that he will be selling later on and rips it up as Michael Elliott on commentary says, maybe he'll pay for that. Maybe he'll pay him. He certainly does pay for that in the ring because Killjoy hits the springboard missile dropkick, massive chops, which resounds right around the gym, and then um, hits a clothesline in which he actually doesn't stop. He goes to ground, so follows it right to the mat, gets a two-count from that because that must have really hurt. Back comes Crocker with a clothesline for himself, which turns Killjoy inside out. Lovely big uh, flip out of the corner from Crocker, but he wants a pin from it, which he won't get. He does hit a tilt-a-whirl leg sweep, beautifully done. And then Killjoy uses, uh, uses Crocker's momentum off the second rope into a suplex. Then an atomic drop. Crocker bounces into the corner. Coming out, he gets... A backdrop, which is lovely. Then there's a nice springboard moonsault from Killjoy, whose work is fabulous. Suddenly, there's suddenly there's a crocker cutter for a long two count, and then a nasty backdrop, like a you know drop from the fireman's carry position onto the back of the neck, onto the knee for the pin. It was rather good. Next week, however, we'll have Dion Johnson, who's who's returning to the NAWA, as he says. He's coming back. Well, he's already here. That's what he says about himself. Yeah, just correct yourself. You are already here. He'll fight George South next week. Now, George South is a a seasoned professional in wrestling. And Dion Johnson is a seasoned professional in wrestling. And I'm concerned about the pace of the match. That's all I'll say. I will watch next week, but let's see. Now, next we have the TV title match. Dre White versus Don Furio. Don Furio has been around, not in NAWA. This is the first night with NAWA, and he's getting a title shot. Now, I just need to ask, is the number one contendership 
the TV Championship transferable from different promotions, i.e. you're the number one contender in Tallahassee, so that's transferable to the NAWA. Is that how it works? No, it isn't. Where's the booking committee? If he wins this on his first night in, which he probably won't, then it's going to be a bit of a travesty, isn't it? It was all right, this. He's got a sort of, um, a sort of, well, they, they, they sort of call him a, a gangster, kind of mobster type. Of, he's got shades on the manager and he's got a stick and Furio bails early on. Don Furio. Yeah, Don Furio bails early on. Um, there are some Dre White punches, a big chop. I'm not massively sold on Dre White yet. A clothesline that takes him over the top. Furio, that is. Furio then fights outside with him, reverses it with a throw into the ring post, works a headlock, or rather White works it. Nice power slam from Furio. It's a bit whipped, which I like a lot. White hits that, that high cross body from the top rope, which he does a lot, and I'm not massively keen on it. Kicks out. Furio hits a super kick for a long two count. Then Furio takes the turnbuckle pad off. When the ref's got his back turned and puts the turnbuckle pad back on, he gets given a cane by his manager. You'd expect this to be the, the illegal shot, but the ref turns around. It's John Harkey. Turns around and sees the cane as well. The ref grabs the cane, pushes Furio into a super kick from White, who then hits his sensational inverted commas, DDT. It's like a DDT from a lot of other people for the pin. It was overworked and overbooked, that ending. The ref, seeing the turnbuckle pad, seeing the cane, pushing Dre White into the finishing manoeuvres, a little bit overbooked, but I understood why they did it. It really protected Furio, I suppose, as a heel, and Dre White keeps his championship, which he only won a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? So it's a good job, really. I can see White running with this title for quite some time. I'm not sold on him yet, but I think there's a possibility I will be. Did this match warm my cockles? Definitely not. But the first match really did, mainly because of Rob Kiljoy, who is a talent and a half. And as I say, one and a half from a talent and a half out of two ain't bad. I'll keep trying with NAWA because sometimes it really works. Ta-ta.